Hi, this is Allison Task, and welcome back to Personal Revolution. In this week's bonus episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Enneagram that's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. It is a nine-pointed identity evaluator. I'm trying not to say personality test. You may have heard the word. You may have seen the circle that looks like a circle with nine points and a weird not star in the middle. You may just be interested in learning more about yourself or your personality. I promise you this. If you're hearing the word Enneagram now for the first time, within the next month, you will hear it two to three times. It is very in the air these days, certainly in the self-help world. It is becoming more mainstream. So if you haven't heard it, you're about to. And if I'm the third time you've heard it this month, well, then here we are in the gestalt. So welcome. So I wanted to talk about the Enneagram today because as a coach, I'm always trying to help people gain insight into who they are, into why they do the things they do so that they can live life differently in a way that serves them better. The Enneagram is a tool. Last year, a client of mine bought me a deck of tarot cards and he says, hey, before every session, let's just pick a card. And I'm not so much a believer that other people can divine for me what will happen in my life. But I do like the idea of archetypes, right? That the tarot or tarot represents different archetypes. And it's it's more for me about how you respond to the card you receive than the card's telling you um, some truth about your future that you don't know. I like the idea that it can help you gain insight into your thoughts and your perspective. Um, for example, if I'm, if I'm driving in the car and I hear one song, right, it can put me into a very different mood than hearing a different song or worse yet, fiddling with the radio and not being able to find the song I want. Yes, I am still a radio person. I like the surprise of someone else choosing songs for me. So back to the Enneagram. So the Enneagram has been around, some believe it's been around for over 6,000 years. So that means it predates Christianity, it predates Judaism, it predates lots of things, not fire, right? It wouldn't predate fire and tools, but it's way back there. And the idea of the Enneagram is that you, as a person, fall into one of nine distinct types, and the way you determine what type you are, um, there are a couple ways to do it. You can take a test. You can go to enneagraminstitute.com, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, institute.com. There's a 144-question test that you can take for 12 bucks. People seem to think that that is the test if you're going to do a test. You can hire a specialist to work with you to ask you lots of questions to kind of work together to to decide um, what type you are. You can read a book about it. Christopher Hewitt has a book called The Sacred Enneagram. It's a bestseller, and he just came out with a second book. But The Sacred Enneagram is a book that you can read, and there's a workbook that accompanies it. So you can use that to sort of determine which of the types you are. Of course, read all the types to determine what you are. Now, how does it work? So the, the basic belief of the Enneagram is that everybody is a type from birth. They just are a certain way. And something happened when they were a child that sort of influenced their development. Something happened to stop you from being the best you that you could be. There was a childhood um, hurt 
pain, confusion. You weren't seen for all you could be. And because of that, we develop ways of dealing to make up for that kid ache, that childhood wound. We start to overcompensate and not live out the gift of how we're meant to contribute to the world, but we end up reacting to the sadness or the wound or the difficulty we had as a child and living out that life, right? It's like you put a mask on who you could be and then that's that's who you think you are. Instead of being your best self, right? If you are meant to be a great leader, but you're taught, you know, you're a girl, don't be so bossy, get in line. And then you sort of are a compromised version of yourself. The Enneagram helps you point back to who you actually are so that you can do the work to get back to that person. So I am a beginner at the Enneagram. I'm just learning about it. And anything that helps my clients is something I want to learn about. So let me point you towards some of the leaders in this world. So Suzanne Stabile, S-T-A-B-I-L-E, you can go to her website, SuzanneStabile.com. She has been studying the Enneagram for a long time. Her husband is a leader in the church, and she studied the Enneagram quietly under Father Richard Rohr for about three to five years, just quietly, just learning it herself. And now she is one of the most sought after speakers, teachers. You can go to her website, gets lots of information. She has all kinds of series that you can download. You can become a trainer with her. You can work with one of her trainers to learn more about yourself. So Su Suzanne Stabile is one of the leaders. Um, another leader who I mentioned who wrote The Sacred Enneagram and now just published The Enneagram of Belonging. His name is Christopher Hewitt's H-E-U-E-R-T-Z. Both of his books come with workbooks so that you can work your way through the Enneagram. So those are two leaders in the field. And of course, I mentioned casually Father Richard Rohr. Father Richard Rohr is a very active speaker, thinker in the world of the Enneagram as well as Christianity. So let's talk about the Enneagram and Christianity for a moment. Father Richard Rohr and others came to the Enneagram in the 70s, I believe, 60s, 70s. And at that time, it was taught to them as a secret, right? Something you shouldn't write down, just a secret, secret, sacred practice, not something to teach, but something that you can learn and have. That shifted. People started writing books. Um, and the Christian world has been using the Enneagram as a tool to get you deeper into prayer, into Christianity, um, another lens through which you can view your Christianity. You can do it that way. But again, since this predates Christianity, it doesn't have to have a Christian component. That said, a lot of the books, a lot of the teachers are from that world. So if you see that, this, this isn't religion, this isn't a way into Christianity, but Christians have used this as a way to gain perspective, um, just like I'm using it as a coach, as a way for my clients to gain perspective. I became increasingly interested in it because I heard more and more about it, and then my clients started using it. So I said, you know, sometimes try to take the test. And my clients are always trying to learn more about themselves and understand their blocks, why they do what they do, what kind of habits that aren't serving them, they've gotten into and they want to break from. And this is, you know, yet another tool. It happens to be depthful and sophisticated, and it really resonates. When it resonates, when you read your typing, you're like, oh, that's me. Oh, these are the things I tend to do that really don't serve me. Oh, these are my assets. I knew these were my assets, but I've been told that this wasn't the way to be, right? It's a very satisfying feeling for 
everyone to feel understood. And so many people get that electric sense of being got, being understood, being heard when they look at the different Enneagram types. So I encourage you to check it out. Now, some podcasts. Brene Brown, I do love her podcast. Um, and she recently interviewed Chris Hewitts about his new book, and she wrote the foreword for the book. So you might want to check out Brene's podcast about the Enneagram, because it's a good one. Also, Brene's friend, Jen Hatmaker, is pretty into the Enneagram. Um, she has a, a, a nice soul-searching podcast. She's a mom of five living in Texas, and she has a nice, um, I don't want to say a mom podcast, but it's kind of a, a chatty um, self-help podcast, not from the perspective of her being an expert, but from the perspective of her being a seeker. And she is, um, she just has great audience and people really love her. So she also decides to do a deep dive into the Enneagram on her podcast. And she is, first, she interviewed Suzanne Stabile to sort of set the landscape of what is the Enneagram. And then week after week, she's interviewing a one, a two, a three. The Enneagram is divided into nine different types. So she She's interviewing all of these different types, and um, it's it's useful. Um, she's really into it, and it's another way to get informed about it. So you've got podcasts, you've got books, you've got a test. If you want to learn more about the Enneagram, that is my little toolkit. That's what I've been using to get to, to do my deep dive, and it's what I recommend you do. Again, the Enneagram is for someone who wants to know themselves better and understand why they keep falling into similar loops that don't serve them and how they can return to who they are meant to be when they're operating at their best. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode. I'll get back to you in a couple of weeks. Have a wonderful kickoff to your summer, sending you lots of love and repair and joy and contentment and appreciation and gratitude and more and more love. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.